Within an historic 19th century building, residents enjoy brand new interiors and unparalleled lifestyle amenities. Just moments from downtown Lowell's boutique shops, cafes, and entertainment. For more information, please visit 24MerrimackStreet.com. Again, that's 24MerrimackStreet.com. In southern New Hampshire, there's only one choice when it comes to the best in orthopedic care. New Hampshire Orthopedic Center has been providing award-winning treatment for all orthopedic conditions for over 40 years. Chances are one of our physicians has helped someone you know get back in motion. Voted best orthopedic office by union leader three years running. Voted top doctors 30 times by peers in New Hampshire Magazine. Tell your primary care physician you'd like to see a specialist at New Hampshire Orthopedic Center. We keep bodies in motion. Visit NHOC.com for more information. Corporal John Vale was injured on patrol in Kuwait. The truck flipped. A vehicle landed on me. I realized I can't move my legs. I'm looking for one person, one contact, that can help me. When John arrived at the VA, there was someone. Stephen Bush of Paralyzed Veterans of America. He helped John with his claim and became his advocate to get him back into life. When I approach someone that's newly injured, I want them to feel comfortable that they're not alone. For over 65 years, Paralyzed Veterans of America, through their National Service Officers, has helped hundreds of thousands of veterans get the care and benefits they've earned. And their service is free to America's veterans and their families. If you need help with a claim or just navigating the system, contact us at pva.org. Paralyzed Veterans of America, changing lives, building futures. Do you really floss after you brush? If you don't, you're not alone. I'm Risa Jill Miller. According to a new Harris poll for the American Academy of Periodontology, or AAP, over a quarter of U.S. adults lie to their dentists about how often they floss. And flossing is important, especially in Los Angeles, where locals say a smile's the first thing they notice in someone they're attracted to, versus folks in Chicago or Houston. Dr. Joan Otomo Cordial, AAP president in L.A. The AAP recommends flossing at least once a day, brushing your teeth and below the the gums twice a day and receiving a comprehensive periodontal evaluation to prevent periodontal disease, which can cause tooth loss and increase your risk for other diseases. The survey also shows that a third of Americans would rather wash dirty dishes or sit in traffic than floss. How can we take action? The good news is, with timely and proper care, gum disease is treatable and often reversible. A periodontist has the training and expertise to help determine the right treatment. So love the gums you're with and log on to perio.org for a periodontist near you. Does your child have dreams? Some babies are born with skid, a serious defect of the immune system. Fortunately, my daughter Lily was screened, diagnosed, treated, and cured. With newborn screening, Lily and every child can have a lifetime of dreams. All newborns need to be screened for skid. A simple test may save your baby's life. Jeffrey Modell Foundation, helping children reach for their dreams. To learn more, talk to your doctor or visit our website at info4pi.org. This is ESPN New Hampshire, WGAM, Manchester, WGHM, Nashua. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire, Manchester's home for Friday Night Lights. Outdoor Almanac, brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Games Wildlife Journal. The good news is, how would you grade your time outdoors last year? Well, if you're like many, you'd say it was good, just not enough of it. And if you didn't get a deer, a five-pound salmon, or a monster bass or pike, well, then there's room for improvement. The good news is, 2017 is a brand new year, and you get to do it all over again. 
I hear from folks that they're too busy to hunt and fish. Sorry, I don't buy that. You have to make being outdoors a priority. I'm not saying it's always going to be easy to find the time to get away for a while, but when you do, the time spent outdoors will be well worth it. For 2017, make plans to be outdoors in New Hampshire and don't settle for anything less. Hunting, fishing, trapping, canoeing, hiking, or wildlife watching. There are plenty of choices, and the good news is you don't have to choose just one. Outdoor Almanac is brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Game's Wildlife Journal, the magazine for people with outside interests. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire, Manchester's home for high school sports. Granite State Game Day with Sean Sendall. I am the smartest man alive! And the coach. What's going on? I said, there's a cat in the house. Cat in the house? I said, yeah, there's a cat in the house. Mike Bellevue. Mike, why are you in such a bad mood? What do you care? Talking everything from New Hampshire high school athletics, through the collegiate ranks, and up to the professionals. Nothing is off the table with these two. And a happy second hour as you wake up with Grand State Game Day for the last time. I'm Sean Sendall alongside the coach, Mike Bellevue. And this is exactly, you know, the Turk. You know what's weird is when you've known people long enough, and you're someone who I only met, I met after college, we met here, uh, working, how we're on the same wavelength with this song, I didn't have to tell you to play it. You know how many goodbye montages I made with the song? (laughs) And the entire time I knew I didn't have to tell you, that's what I wanted. I wanted montages with this song, I didn't have to tell you, and you did. I look back at my old records because I was looking for all of our old audio. I found a John Smoltz goodbye montage that I made. I found a Teddy Bruschi goodbye montage that I made. Exact same song for both of them. Well, how could how could you not? How could you not? Chris the Turk joining us uh, for the second and final hour here. And uh, he's uh, showing me a list of names and inadvertently showed me who he has confirmed will be calling in, uh, which I'm truly looking forward to having uh, some conversations with some people who I've had conversations with recently and one who I have. What's up, Game Nation? (laughs) So, Coach B, uh, some of this will be stuff that you may have listened to before you even started working here uh, simply because, oh, my God, Deterk, could you be more flag-waving right now? Holy crap. You're wearing three shirts. The first one was a Bruins shirt. You take that off. Are you going to a game tonight? Patriots game, baby. Oh, nice. No, you're not. I'm also going to a Bruins game tonight. No, you're not. Doing the double dip today, baby. Are you really? Doing the double dip today. Wait, what time's the Bruins? One. Yeah. And then you go in a Gillette. Oh, this is taking what a train they, from Boston. Okay, that's to like Gillette. the ultimate day. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. However, the question is can your liver handle this? Uh, I've been practicing. <laughs> <laughs> Based on your voicemail from like a Tuesday night, I imagine you've been practicing. Stone cold sober in that voicemail, <laughs> yeah, I want to point don't, out. Don't lie to me. But he has, I'm not kidding. You have like six layers of shirts on right now. Well, you did. You took off your sweatshirt. You took to reveal a Bruins shirt. You take off the Bruins shirt because it's hot as testicles in here to reveal a Boston Celtics <laughs> shirt. What's under? Is that just a flannel shirt? It's a uh, uh, long underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that I'm there's no for eight fifteen. There's no logo on that one. No, no logo. No logo. No. So 
but could you you look like such the homer you are? I have my the, 1996 uh, Patriots AFC champions hat in the car. Attaboy. So don't you worry about it. Attaboy. Don't you worry about it. Yeah, we got some good stuff coming up here, Sean. All right, so what do you want to tell me about, and what do you not want to tell me about? Because, again, let's face it. You and I spoke, and I didn't tell Coach any of this, partly because I didn't want you to tell me anything. You did not tell me. You just said, what do you want me to do? I said, put it together. Put something great together. I would love to hear. I didn't even tell you that song, but you knew because we're just that connected, which is so weird. Yeah. And and you put together names of, I think, everyone that you and I and Coach, the three of us combined, have worked with at this station. Yeah, and apologies, too, because we're going to miss some people, um, especially in the more recent years where you and I are here one day a week at most. There's some people that, uh, that do great work on the weekends and behind the scenes that we just don't know. There's a few guys that were here when you and I started who we can't quite remember their full names. So <laughs> I'll think of it. It might be too late, but I'll to think them of as it. Well. But yeah, you and I have been here. How long have you been here, Sean? It's been since 2008, January of 2008 okay, when I started. I think I came on in 2010, maybe? So my nine-year anniversary, quote-unquote, uh, was is this month. I, I think I, I started to do FNL basketball, and they, they didn't start till after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that was on Friday nights at the time. And they knew I was a basketball guy, so they brought me in. They knew I played in, had played in the state prior. They brought me in for that. So I, didn't, I wasn't around for football season that year, for the 2007 football season. Uh, but I was around for that 7-8 basketball Back season. Back out to McCarthy, who pulls the NBA three. No good. Pulls down four seconds. Look to push. Two, one. Flips it up from half quarters. Mahjong. Hold that! Hold that! Hold that! Puts it! That is a call. That is a call right there. And you know who copied me because he clearly heard that? Dave O'Brien with the David Ortiz, David Ortiz, (laughs) David Ortiz home run against the Tigers in 2013. Clearly he was listening. Clearly he was listening and copying me. Come on, that's the same call. That's the same call. That's a good call. That is a good – you know, I actually had students – in the because you're I'm like in the crowd like staring at me after I made the call because I was just like elated and they apparently weren't as excited as I was. That's some solid work down low and you mentioned it that they were really doing some dirty things down low the dirty work I should say not doing dirty things because they weren't playing dirty. They were playing smart. <laughs> they were doing dirty work. Sometimes I overthink myself, the Turk. Sometimes I overthink myself. Yeah. So 14th season of high school basketball coverage this season going yep. on Tuesday nights, Friday night lights, winter, and the, we just finished the 15th season, coach. Of uh, high school football coverage here on ESPN. Amazing! It was. It's. It's. I'm just so blessed to be a part of it. And you guys, you know, I'm. I'm excited about this hour because I. I feel like I'm going to get to walk through the history of Sean Sendall well, a little bit. <laughs> you know what I remember, and I wish. I, I mean, I wish we still had the sound of this. I was on air with Justin Bastinelli, I believe. It was he or Rory Dewey on back in 2000. It may have been 2009. Coach, did you win a championship, a football championship, championship in 08? 08, 09, and 10, yes. Okay, so it was one of those years afterward where we were doing a best of the year. What, was, what, what happened that was the best of the year? And I had Mike from Amherst call in. I'm like, all right, I'm Mike from Amherst, no problem. <laughs> and as soon as he started talking, I was like, that's Coach B. Now, at the time, Deterk, mind you, I didn't know Coach B. Yeah, I yeah. hadn't met him yet. I only spoke to him on the phone. Usually it was, oh, he sounded like this the next day after yelling on the sideline. 
and, and and he so he was a little less raspy when he called the show. It was um, Weekend Warriors, I believe we called the show at the time. Yep. And we were doing just a best of the year, and we had some really cool sports moments. It was yeah, the best sports moments of the year. We had some really cool ones. People were calling in, nominating other ones, and coach called up and had to mention that winning the state championship with his team, and I and that's when it confirmed for me that it was. <laughs> Mike Bellevue from Amherst because at first I was well it could be it may not be doesn't sound as raspy so I wasn't sure and then as soon as he said that I was like this is this is a hundred percent Coach B do you remember doing that I do remember doing <laughs> <laughs> good stuff like it was yesterday I mean that was do you remember which year it was though I, it was I'm not sure it was well thank you Deturk I'm not sure which one it was do you happen to remember it was well, Deturk when did we move here when did you start. I started here in 2000 and late 2009, I believe. Okay, then it had to have been, I think it was January of 2009 because we were still over there. Waiting all week to do what they love to do. They just can't wait to get in front of the mic or behind the mic. They're not quite sure which, but we know they have the passion for talking sports. We call them the Weekend Warriors. The Weekend Warriors. The newest voices talking sports in New Hampshire. Can you dig it? The guys who like to hold their baseball gloves over their lips so you can't see what they're saying. I thought this. Even though it's radio and you can't see what they're saying. I've said enough. But you can hear it. I got to tell you something. It's funny. uh, I spent several hours yesterday trying to scrub our system, trying to find the old stuff. A lot of it totally gone. Yeah. Like you're hard pressed to find any there was a old large home crash. team mutton keep, mutton keep stuff. There was a large crash. Almost nothing. Yeah. Every once in a while, something will slip through, and that was one of the ones that I did find. Because I knew you were on that show, or you were one of the guys that was on. Yeah, that, that show. was the one of four. So it was myself. Now the sports bar. Were you on that one too? No, that was that was Rory. Yeah. Um, and John Parolin and uh, Jeff O'Connor. John Parolin doing excellent things for ESPN Research now. In yes. Bristol. In fact, he was on television not too long ago, maybe a couple months, because they actually said. Uh, we ask this question, and two minutes later, when thirty seconds later, we get the answer from our great John Perlin, and they showed Perlin. Do you remember Perlin? I think you met him. I think I have met him. Yeah, because I remember sending him to games or having him sent to games while right. I was in the studio, uh, and I'm sure he went to Sauhegan before. And I also know Rory Duyon went to Sauhegan because he called me between the breaks or after the show to see what I was doing that night, that type of thing, and then say one thing that I loved about Amherst and Sauhegan was they walked out to. Black and yellow, black and yellow. That's black us, and- yeah. <laughs> black and yellow, black and yellow. Yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was like a 2010 thing. That was fun. That was, uh, and I remember. I always loved it. <laughs> that was the same show to Turk that, <laughs> it was literally the same year. I don't know if it was the same show, but it was the same year. No, I think it was the same, the very same show. <laughs> Chris Shuker, standing where I am right now, he actually sat, and I was over where to Turk <clears throat> is behind the board. And Shuker was the host for that particular show. And he, he said, he said, for, <laughs> for, for Chris Shuker, I'm Sean Sendall. And it went off. And I was like, Shuk, Shuk, I'm Sean. You're Chris. And he was like, no, no. He's like, that didn't go on air, right? I was like, I think it did. And Rory called me immediately and said, did he just say he's Sean Sendall and you're Chris Shuker? <laughs> now that would be funny. That would be a funny clip if, if we could find, but I'm sure that's long since gone. Uh, good times, though. We've, there's been good, and that was this studio. So that's uh, – are, are you already – So the move was what, first? 2010? The move was – well, no, you said you started in 2009, right? 
Uh, it was either 09 or 010. It was it was a, a spring summer because I, John Perilin helped move everything. He pushed stuff down the street at like one in the morning. <laughs> I, I kid you not. The racks he pushed helped push down the street. <laughs> you guys were what across the street over in the uh, Temple Street. That's right. Yeah. Right. So across the street in the the building where if you go up Temple and you kind of have to either you have to go around the building. Yeah. That was the building. We had to have like a a a pod type thing. Uh, I don't know what do they call those to get in. Like we had to tap a card to let us in the okay. door. All right. Rather than having a, a key, we had we had like those things. And then, I, then you get locked. We had keys for inside. You get locked out of places. I've been I got locked out of rooms in there at four thirty five in the morning multiple times and was like I don't know how to get in. I don't even know who to call. <laughs> so I would wake up John Cassine and say John, how do I get in? And there was like a a key that was hidden under a lock, and I had to yeah. get the combo to get back in when I locked myself out of the studio. Yeah, so the first time I walked in the studio, um, I was driving home, I think, from work, and I heard, you know, ESPN New Hampshire, downtown Nashua. And I said, what, what is this? This is awesome. You know, I want to go check this out. I know you didn't. So, you asked for WGAM, downtown Nashua. Yes, yeah, exactly right. But, but you know, uh, Manansky would have used to promote uh, ESPN yep. Radio and New Hampshire's yep. Best Sports, WGAM, the game. Oh, yeah, I So I heard that. that. So I drove to downtown Nashua, and they were said that uh, they gave me like a, they were like, oh, we're near Bank of America. This is what he said. So I'm just walking up and down the street, and I, I see the door. <laughs> I open the door. I come up the stairs. There's nobody. I walk down the hall. There's nobody. So you just walked in? I walked all the way to, the, to this door right here at the studio. Yeah. And there's Manansky, Rich Keefe, and our next guest sitting here, where I'm sitting right now, PJ Hewitt, <laughs> doing an afternoon show, the only three people in the building. What's up, PJ? PJ! Good morning, fellas. How are you doing? Uh, wow, PJ. Long time. How have you been? Oh, I've been uh, I've been quite wonderful. How have you guys been? Uh, you know, I, I guess I can't complain. I can't complain. We're here. We're talking sports, and now we're just getting nostalgic, which is exactly why <laughs> you get to call in. <laughs> so PJ and I were talking yesterday about uh, just ch- chat, chatting back and forth a little bit, text message, and uh, I don't want to speak for you, Sean, but you and I have talked about this before. Potentially our favorite segment of all time yeah. <laughs> on our show, New Hampshire Game Night, was Rob the Intern's Fastest Minute in Cricket. PJ... <laughs> Unsolicited. Yeah. First thing PJ said was the best piece of production, my favorite piece of production <laughs> I ever made was the intro. It the still is. I've, I, I've uh, been out of radio since 2012, but uh, I, I've been doing some some video editing and anything that I've ever done. It's, it's, it's that is the best piece of production I think I ever did. So I'll play. And, it. Uh, I, I I I I might have told you guys at the time, but uh, it was one of those things where I knew that I had to make a an intro for his uh, for his little segment. And uh, for Ravi's segment, and and I it was one of those things where I sat up in the middle of the night with this idea of what I wanted to do, and like wrote it down in a black notebook and red pen, wrote it down exactly what I wanted to do. I'm like, oh my god, this is great, this is great, this is great, and was able to, to produce the piece. And I think it came out probably better than I ever would have imagined. <laughs> so I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play it. But Sean, set up the premise of the segment because we, we what I, I I searched through. 25 episodes of New Hampshire Game Night last night. I had full 25 full hour-long episodes. Was this on your computer or were you here? I had it on my old hard drive. Jesus. So I searched through them. For some reason, I do not have the episode where we played the segment, so we don't have the audio of the segment, but set up the premise. We were laughing hysterically, so that's probably why, because you couldn't hear anything. So the premise <laughs> of, of this segment was the, the Cricket World Cup was happening, and neither you nor I nor PJ, we, we didn't... Nor any of the listeners. Right. No one knew, one, what cricket really was, and two, that there was a World Cup. But Ravi would wake up at 3, 4 in the morning with his father to watch India play in the Cricket World Cup. So we decided, and he was just an intern. Ravi only joined us once in a while. 
we decided to learn more, as we are a sports show, about this kind of missing sport here in the United States. <laughs> it was a hidden hidden gem of sport, yes. <laughs> What's up, Game Nation? <laughs> so, so we invited, invited Ravi in and said, Ravi, the intern will do... You will have one minute. You will have a minute to tell us everything about cricket. So it'll be like a headline segment, Coach, where every single show, we, we, this is how we set it up to him, every single show we're going to give you a full minute where you can get, recap the day's events in cricket, you know, give us a little information, and we'll give you your minute each day to tell us about cricket. Right, because no one wants to hear more than the minute. <laughs> so the premise was uh, PJ's intro would take up uh, 55 seconds of that minute that we were allotting to Ravi. <laughs> And this is uh, this is PJ's intro. Game night presents Ravi the interns. I'm an Indian guy. Fastest minute in cricket. Cricket. <laughs> cricket news and notes from around, around the globe. globe. So breathtaking. <gasps> so thought provoking. Hmm. So heart stopping. So bowel moving. You just might <laughs> yourself. <laughs> the slowest game on earth meets the fastest talking intern in the Merrimack Valley. Wait, slower than chess? Yes, even slower than chess. Cricket. You have questions? What's a wicket? What's the T interval? What's the deal? Is he on cricket? How much? Really? Robbie has answers. Hello? Robbie the intern. I'm an Indian guy. Fastest minute in cricket. Cricket. Starts now. So, so the point. Oh, it's still funny. It's still funny. I, I can't control myself. I haven't heard that since we did it. So the poor guy, the poor kid, coach, is excited. He's he blasts right into his first topic, and about eight seconds in, you hear, "Oh, sorry, Ravi. That's the end of your fastest minute in cricket." And and we just lost it. We lost it, Ravi. Oh, the, the look, the look on his face. When that horn went off five seconds in, oh, I could never be able to duplicate that ever. We absolutely lost it. And so he was devastated, devastated. And we said, okay, Robbie, we'll actually give you a minute. I believe we actually played the intro again. Yep. And gave him out the buzzer. And, yeah. and gave him a full minute. <laughs> yeah, but, but the, the whole thing was that he would say one thing and then we just berate him with right, right. and not let him get his point out. <laughs> That's exactly it. All I can remember is him telling us that there was a rope on uh, that <laughs> surrounding the cricket field or the that had advertising that had advertising on it. I was like, well, "How do you get I advertising, advertising on a on rope?" rope. <laughs> Smallest advertisements ever. That's <laughs> uh, so that is uh, that is some great work, PJ. I mean, clearly, look, we can't control ourselves still, and this is, I mean, eight it's years fine. later. It's been it's been a solid five years since I've heard that, and I'm, and I'm almost brought to tears crying laughing. It's still, it's still my favorite thing in the world. What are you up to these days, Peach? Oh, I, I work for professional sports teams now, so I got out of the radio business. The radio, the, I, I, you know, be, being uh, I, quitting the being paid in radio, doing a show for free, and then being fired from that show, I was, I was all done for radio. <laughs> that is, that is a pretty fair assessment. That is yeah. a pretty fair assessment. And, and to say being paid in radio is kind of an exaggeration in and of itself. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. I, I, I was getting paid. It wasn't much. But. <laughs> well, uh, PJ, a little bit, uh, a little bit jealous listening to the reunion in the afternoons uh, down in Boston these days. Yeah, 
I can't be upset. Um, you know, part of being part of the home team for as, as long as I was for you know seven years uh, in several different incantations of that show. My favorite part of that was Mike Bonansky and Rich Keith. Yep. Uh, that was, I think, the, the, when our show was at our best. So hearing Rich going over, uh, making the jump, jump to jump station. Uh, and, and hearing that was is it's a good thing, and I'm you know, really happy for those guys. I see uh, Mutt um, during the summer at Red Sox games. We both work at Funway Park. He's doing the radio stuff. I'm working for the uh, in-house production, so I still get a chance to catch up with him every once in a while. We don't get to talk much, but it's pretty much uh, we talk to each other about our kids and what the crazy situation that they got ourselves into, or <laughs> some sort of parenting thing, and. Page, I mean, uh, look, I, I, I love that you were able to call in. I love that uh, we get to reminisce with you. It's kind of funny, you know, you, you're talking about uh, uh, talking with Mutt about your, you know, families and children. And I distinctly remember when neither of you had either of those. So. Yeah, now I, now, now I have two. Oh well, congratulations! I yeah. I was unaware. I knew I knew of the first little but little guy, but uh, didn't realize you had a second one. I yeah, guess like, I don't really pay attention to Facebook, apparently. Yeah, my second one just turned one years old and uh, just started to walk. That's awesome, man. Well, congratulations. Thank you. All right, PJ. Uh, look, man, this was great. Thanks for calling in. I, I really appreciate it. I'm glad to hear everything is going well, and uh, and hopefully we'll be able to do this. You know, maybe someday again on the air we'll come back and we can play the same segment that the Robbie's cricket segment. And PJ, I got some. Uh, I got some old school audio later on. Probably like eight forty five, eight fifty. I got a good. I got some old old home team audio. Some audio you. I got old stuff put all together late in the show. So. Oh, excellent. I'll be listening. All right, PJ. Thanks a lot, man. Have a good one. Hey, it was good to talk to you guys. Always you too, a pleasure. P.J. Hewitt. Oh, man, I haven't heard from him since, well, since he stopped working here. Mm. I mean, that's – and, Coach, you never got to work with him. He was before – he was gone before you started. P.J. was a, he was a good guy and, honestly, a great production. Yeah, so when I got here, he was doing the home team and he was doing <laughs> game night, which was, at the time, Pete Terrier and Rich Keith. Rich Keefe, yep. And yep. then that changed 8 million times. And then you and I ended up working with P.J. for that year that we were on yep. the Yep, we were on for about a year, and Robbie was behind uh, – well, what's now covered, but it was a nice window, and we could see him and make fun of him behind the window the whole time. And it was a fun year. It was absolutely a fun year. And uh, we March was my favorite time of year with you because we talked a lot of college basketball when no one else would, no one else wanted to in the area. Remember how many phone calls we got just in a segment or in an hour simply because we were willing to talk college basketball? You want to talk some uh, URI Rams basketball here? No, I, 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 I'm more of a larger picture. Let's talk some teams that may actually have a chance at a national championship. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a quick timeout. We get back. Another special guest coming up. And hopefully some more after that. Uh, Krista Turk is in the house and uh, we're saying our final farewell here the swan song for uh, coach B and myself Sean Sendall here on ESPN New Hampshire Manchester's home for high school sports. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Sometimes people make assumptions about what someone with a disability can or cannot do. For 15-year-old Katrin, who has cerebral palsy, 
Her disability leaves her unable to speak or move, but Katrin can see and hear. So it's a little awkward when people are standing around her and talking about her. But instead of Katrin and her family brushing others off, they attached a sign to her wheelchair that says, Hi, I'm Katrin. I hear and understand everything you say, but I cannot speak. I can answer questions using yes or no, so please ask me if I need my communication board. Thanks for talking with me. <laughs> By showing people how to communicate with her, Katrin is helping change attitudes and is building relationships. When it comes to connecting with someone who has a disability, it just takes a little communication and a little understanding. Hi, I'm Tim Daly. If you're over 50, like me, you know that we all need to be more aware of our health. Take pneumococcal pneumonia, for example. It's a serious lung disease that can be spread when people cough or sneeze. My mom had it. Now, it won't always happen this way, but for my mom, it was serious enough that she was in the hospital for over a week. She had difficulty breathing, was really weak, and had a terrible cough. Some adults think they're too active or healthy to get sick. But as we age, our immune system weakens, putting us at greater risk. It may surprise you, but it's estimated a quarter million Americans over 50 are hospitalized each year because of pneumococcal pneumonia. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor about your risk for pneumococcal pneumonia and see if you're up to date on your vaccinations. Learn more at www.whoknew.com. That's www.whopneu.com. This message is brought to you by the American Lung Association in partnership with Pfizer. Hi, I'm interested in pursuing a career in radio or television? Visit NAJB.org, the online home of the New Hampshire Association of Broadcasters. Visit our online job bank at NAJB.org to view current job openings and even post your resume for potential employers. Students, visit NAJB.org to apply for the NHAB Student Broadcaster Scholarship and learn about available internships. NAJB.org, the online source of Granite State Broadcasting. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire, Manchester's home for Friday Night Lights. Back here for the final hour, literally final hour of Grand State Game Day with myself, Sean Sendall, coach Mike Bellamy, Chris the Turk is sitting in. Thank you, PJ Hewitt, for calling in as we run through everyone and anyone who we worked with at one time or another here uh, with this station, with uh, when it was the, the WGAM incarnation, uh, when it was just an associate of ESPN, now it's ESPN New Hampshire, and uh, way back at one point it was not an ESPN station. So uh, we go way back, and someone who goes even further back than I is on the line. In fact, he, he goes further back, and now he's just further away. Uh, Chris Shuker, as you all know very well, and Coach, at least you know Shuker as well, is uh, Shuk. Shook, is it warm down there? Are you hot? Are you are you tan? Always. Are you tan? Always. Always warm down there. Are you tan now? Oh, of course. <laughs> Chris Shook. I'm jealous. Of course, like calling today and it's overcast. <laughs> you know, it's actually sunny out here, but it's like 20 degrees outside. Wow. Yes, of course. That's not surprising. Yeah, you're not surprised. And you want to come back to this. Who, you know, what's wrong with you? I know, huh? I know. Uh, this is what we want to come back to this within like a few months. Oh, really, shoot, man? Uh, you know, you got you got to keep us posted. <laughs> you got to keep us posted. Shuker, of course, is a happily married man now. Um, oh, congrats, Shuker! Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Shuker, happily married, thank and you. I I didn't think that you would be awake to call in today. Uh, so thank <laughs> you for waking up, and uh, I'm sure tuning in. Did you get to listen to uh, PJ? 
I heard PJ, yeah, absolutely. I, I loved working with him. Uh, we kind of overlapped a little bit at the start of FNL, um, the, the Friday night show anyway. When I first started, he was the producer of, uh, of FNL, the, the Friday night show. So uh, I got to work with him a little bit. And, uh, you know, Sean, what you said was, uh, was dead on right. Uh, one of the nicest guys, uh, a, a great producer, great guy to work with, knows his sports. Um, I also had the chance to work with him um, one year with the Manchester Monarchs, and uh, you know he helped me along there quite a bit, and uh, I always wished him well. And uh, you know, like I said, we're kind of running through. I we, the Turk has this massive list of people. Uh, you'd be amazed at how many people we actually worked with uh, throughout throughout uh, our time here, Shuk. Actually, you may not because you probably are running through your mind right now <laughs> and and just imagining. Shuker, when did you start here with? Uh, with uh, what is now ESPN New Hampshire? Oh, it was uh, it was the year after I graduated college, so it would have been 2006. I was a correspondent for a Friday night back when uh, the, the the Friday night show was hosted by Mike Manansky and Eric Martinetti. <laughs> now that's that is. <laughs> Some time ago, Shuk. That, that's a while ago. And it of course, was a long time ago, 11 years, yeah. Eventually, you uh, took that Mike Butnansky seat, and uh, uh, you were there, and then you took the Eric Martinetti seat, and you kind of you did it all for Friday Night Lights uh, for – really for basketball and, and for football. So uh, we thank you for calling in and, and getting to reminisce with us. Did you get to hear our cricket segment again? Tell me you heard our cricket segment. No, but I, but I would love to because, uh, you know, I know there's a, there's a lot of Ravi uh, sound bites, I'm sure. <laughs> What's up, Game Nation? <laughs> when my fantasy team sucks, I go to my parents and say, ouch. <laughs> what does that even mean? That doesn't rhyme. <laughs> That's uh, our Robbie freestyle. Was that for the lockout or just? That was the NFL lockout rap, which I have in full. Oh, good. We will we will listen to that. We will listen to that at some point. So, uh, Coach, you want to talk to Shuker at all? You've been quiet. Yeah, I've been quiet. I just love hearing your voice. I know you're thank you far away down oh, there in Florida. But I'm talking to you, Sean. <laughs> is there? A t- so, are you telling us there's a chance you're coming back? Is it just oh, for? Oh yeah, we're, we're we're gonna try absolutely. This was supposed to only be uh, a, a two year engagement down here, and uh, hopefully, hopefully that those two years are up uh, this summer, and we'll be back in New Hampshire, and who knows what we'll be doing. Well, that'd be great. Tell Nikki we said hello. Absolutely, absolutely, Coach. How have you been doing lately? Doing good, although I'm wearing a boot right now for a partially torn Achilles, and I'm headed for a knee surgery. Oh. But other than that, getting old is pretty good. <laughs> No, doing fine. Wow, I'm excited, excited yeah, to coach. Ouch. I don't know if you realized it, but we won the state championship last year in baseball. I coach do. Dodd. It was an amazing year for Coach Dodd and the team, and uh, we're looking to maybe repeat this year. We got some talent, and, uh, and we're I'm real excited about the spring. Just trying to personally get healthy so I can <laughs> coach my butt off for these kids. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough to uh, be down those baselines with a uh, with a bum wheel. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Shook, man, well, make sure you keep us posted when and if you actually get up here, all right, and get back. I will. If there's one other thing, because I heard you talking about uh, the the child scene with uh, with PJ and the teeth that he now has too. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I guess uh, if maybe I have breaking news, but uh, I will become a father in uh, about three yeah. months from now. Wow, that's awesome! Out of boy, Now, of course, I knew, but uh, I didn't know if I know uh, you wanted me to say it on air. So, yeah. Yeah. that's great point, news, Chris. It's, so it's, it's almost—he's almost here. It's a boy due April 15th. So I assume it's going to be Chris Shuker Jr. 
Absolutely. <laughs> let's let's <laughs> let's hope he doesn't have the same chicken legs. Other than that, he can be you. <laughs> right around my birthday. And I'm excited. On that note, Shuker, no, no. anytime I have a chance, you know, anytime I, I have know. a chance. All right, Shuk, always a pleasure to talk. All right, absolutely. Sean, Coach Chris, uh, thanks a lot, and uh, good luck these uh, last 30 minutes. And, and let us know when you get back up here, all right, man? Will do. All right, Shuk, have a good one. That was Chris Shuker, as uh, you remember him on for Friday Night Lights, and really just any time I was around, gen- oftentimes it was with Shuker, so uh, always a pleasure. Yeah, when I the first season that I did board opping for Monarchs with uh, the great Ken Kale. Yes, oh yes. Uh, you guys would be in here late on a Friday night recording Friday Night Lights episodes to air after the Monarchs episodes. And then we would get them on the website, yep. and generally... Uh, they would be complete. Uh, the game would end around 11. The first segment would go. We were still recording the segments, yep. and I would get them up. I would usually get out of here by 11.30 and have to be back in studio to produce a golf show that started at 6 a.m. Hardest working man in radio, ladies I, and gentlemen. I was 24, 25, and my Friday nights were long since kaput. <laughs> So for all of you who well, miss well, your Friday nights. What are you doing nights, on your Friday nights anyways, Sean? Come well, on. I mean, my Saturday nights were always a good time. Oh, yeah. Sure. So, yeah. so my Friday nights probably would have been too, but I, I had to say no with waking up that early the next day. WGAM, New Hampshire there it is. Sports Center. After being with the same team for nine years, Absolute Broadcasting and ESPN Radio New Hampshire, best home for sports, has lost one of their own. Mike... Mutninski will be leaving for greener pastures. <laughs> well, that's a familiar voice. One I've one I've heard relatively recently. Who who was that? Was that, that just fellow right there? Of course, it was Justin. Justin. Hey, how are you? <laughs> What's up, man? You, you know, it's funny when you talk about your Saturdays because it's generally at a wedding because you go to about forty a, a year. Listen, oh my so. God, it's unbelievable! <laughs> it's unbelievable. Christenings, weddings. Either. I am spending money for all these. I'm not enjoying this. I got to go to New York to change my niece's diaper or whatever. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine having as many friends as as Sean goes to weddings. So I think he just meets people on the street, gets invited, and then ends up having to take off. You know, three weeks out of the month, you know, doing dirty things. It's not. It's not my fault. I'm so likable. Well, I'm I, so likable. No, it's it's not. You know, somebody's going to get a hold of your parents. They just made you too nice of a guy to. People, I all right, all right, all right. I did attend. I did attend your wedding, so I was invited to that one as well. Yep, yep. That was that was the one I can confirm. There's a story (laughs) there too, if you want to tell it. (laughs) I'm I'm good on any stories from any weddings. We got a good, got a few good Ravi Masan stories (laughs) from the Justin Bassanelli (laughs) wedding. Oh my goodness, there's definitely a good story or two from that. So Justin just recently, kind of, uh, you know, you were here for a very long time. In fact, you and I started at the same time. And we you did. you just recently left as well. So how's how's life outside of these walls, man? It, it's crazy, and it's it's crazy listening to everything that's going on there, and and um, you know it, it's it's weird. It's still bizarre. It was it happened, uh, you know, the end of uh, I guess December first was my first day away from radio, and with the holidays and everything going on, it kind of uh, took place. So it didn't didn't sink in really until. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, "Damn, I uh, got nowhere to go right now." <laughs> but um, now I've been working a lot, though, on on uh, my next adventure, and um, you know, keeping busy that way. But uh, loving what you guys are doing today. Love hearing PJ, obviously Chris as well. But um, 
you know, I remember when I started full time there, and, and PJ was was the producer when when Rich left, and I I took over for him. God, that's when the place started going down, I guess. But um, <laughs> when uh, when PJ was there, he was he was fantastic. I always said he was the best in game manager there was, you know, as as a pr- producer. Any uh, fond memories from uh, way back when you started with uh, with me and Matt Late and the other Muttnansky? Yeah, yeah, that was that was some good times. Uh, Matt Manansky and um, Matt Late and every you know four four young idiots trying to get their way into this right. to this uh, to this profession and and sounding like idiots as well. But uh, we had a good time. We had that good Saturday. I remember when. Uh, you know, I was doing the pregame to uh, the Patriots that year, the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. when they were eighteen and zero. And I just, you know, I remember my last words on the air, saying, "Just, you know, take it all in. This is history. You're going to love what's happening." And and they lost. And should have known that my prediction should have ended <laughs> right there. I, that that particular show, I made sure to have some of because I went to college in New York. I had, a, I believe, two of my New Yorker friends call in to. Uh, Make sure that uh, they made a some ridiculous Giants prediction. In fact, I think one of them was actually spot on, maybe a point off uh, from being correct. So uh, that's what I get for having them call in. Well, and it's things like that to think. You know, when I think of a game like tonight, now obviously they should win, but I'm like, all right, you know, we've seen we've seen this this end poorly before. So you know, it gets a little hairy, but I think they'll take care of business tonight either way. Um, yeah, um, the predictions we made. I, that show was horrible. I mean, we were terrible. You know, I mean, we were we were all mixing and matching, trying to do what we were doing and going on the, uh, the weekend. This hour, we have some up-and-coming sports talk hosts who've been waiting all week to do what they love to do. They just can't wait to get in front of the mic or behind the mic. They're not quite sure which, but we know they have the passion for talking sports. You remember that? That's what it was. You remember I that, right? Do. Yeah, I, I remember the first couple of times we heard it. It was like the best thing in the world. And then after like, a while. Oh God, we have our own intro. And then we're like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> after a while, we were like, but this is really not just our weekend job. Like, we want this to be more. Yeah, after a while, we weren't too. But uh, you're right. We had four different styles that we were, none of us were bending at the time. None of us no. were bending to each other. And that didn't work out too well, as I recall. Well, it was like we were getting picked off one at a time. First, Matt ended up leaving, and or Matt Manansky ended up leaving. Then Matt Late ended up leaving, and then you and I were doing a show, and then you were having weddings three times out of the month. And so I was not at that time. <laughs> at that time, I didn't know anyone getting married. <laughs> I was there all the time back then. It was now. Now there's there's no time, no time other than for for weddings. So, uh, I, you know, how's the new endeavor, man? Just real quick, how's the new endeavor going? All right. It's, it's, going really well yeah we're, we're you know i'm making a, a lot of progress especially in the last couple of weeks once we hit 2017 it's going really good uh i'm very excited uh get some, a big week next week looking at places and um it, it's going really really good yeah i'm very excited and you know i'm going from one daycare to another so uh it's, it's been <laughs> It's been a fun process, but uh, <laughs> it took it took the turn a second to realize what you just said. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of true, <laughs> so. But um, no, like I said, I, I love what you guys are doing, and the fact that you know, Sean, you and I really started together, and we've kept in touch. And, you know, I hope we continue to stay in touch, and all of you guys 
do a fantastic job. Saturday mornings won't be the same. Um, so it's uh, it's kind of a, a bittersweet moment, you know. Right. It's 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 it, it, you know I listening to I was in the car and I was listening to. You know, it's so hard to say goodbye. I'm like, oh my god, this is kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, Justin, man, look, I want to really appreciate you calling in too. Of course, we will keep in touch. Uh, I think uh, everyone in the studio, uh, as I can speak for all of them, when I say you're just you're a great person. We love getting to know you over the years, and we look forward to seeing you successful in the future and staying in touch. And uh, thanks a lot for calling in, man, to reminisce with us. Yeah, all of you too, and uh, love you guys. Absolutely. All right, Justin, man. Have a good one, and say hello to the family for us. That was Justin Bastinelli, the former general manager here. He and I started at the same time. In fact, I may have had a couple weeks on him just because I did Friday Night Lights as well, uh, but our weekend show, the Weekend Warriors, he and I started, it was, uh, I think it was late January, so I started early January. And then when uh, Rich Keith left to go to Boston uh, yep. for the Sports Hub, uh, Justin and Matt Late. Both took over the second chair yeah, duty were, on the home team. Yep, they were and they would do like three days, two days, three days, two days. Yep, and they did that for a long time. And then PJ left, and then it was for a little while. It was Manansky, just Justin and Jeff O'Connor yep. producing. Yeah, I got a good clip of that coming up for you in a little bit. Well, you worked closely with O'Connor for a while while you were here. I so. was OC's intern and co-host on the uh, the OC show Sunday mornings, six to eight, where I was regularly hungover, <laughs> being a 21, 22 year old kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, final segment of the Swan Song coming up here at ESPN New Hampshire. Children in the street, dying for the color of red. Die, red and blue. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire, Manchester's home for Friday Night Lights. Are you going through a rough patch right now and could use some help from professionals? Are you unsure of how to proceed and could use a guiding hand? Well, then let the attorneys at Dehar Law Firm make life easier for you. At Dehar Law Firm, they handle a wide variety of cases, anything from bankruptcy or divorce to estate planning and personal injury. Contact Eleanor Dehar at 603-622-6595 or visit Dehar.com for more information. Dehar Law Firm, serving individuals and businesses in New Hampshire since 1958. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata, and recently at the mall, I wheeled past a woman who was offering people a little tray full of food samples, barbecued pieces of chicken on toothpicks. She said to me, may I offer you one? And she held it up, at which point I directed my friend to take it and put it in my mouth. <gasps> Immediately, the woman apologized profusely, saying, oh, I'm so sorry. I did not realize you were, I, I mean, I, I didn't know you couldn't use your hands. She was horrified. But I told her, don't worry, it's okay. I said, next time, if you want to offer a sample and you see the person has a disability, just say, do you need any assistance? Well, this lady was so grateful, so thankful I had given her useful language should it happen again in the future. And from disabilitycampaign.org, I hope that this little lesson provides you with useful language too. It's always good to ask if someone needs assistance. Outdoor Almanac, brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Games Wildlife Journal.
You probably knew that several hunting seasons were going on in the fall. But what you may not know is that trapping season also began in October and runs through March, with most activity occurring between November and December. You mention the word trapping and various images come to mind. Some are accurate, some are emotionally based and decades old. The truth is that skilled trappers provide the state with important ecological and societal benefits at no cost. This part of our cultural heritage prevents flooding damage by beavers, minimizes disease risks like rabies and canine distemper, and provides tools for wildlife management. And because trapping is highly regulated, it doesn't cause species to become threatened nor extinct. So don't just take someone's word for it. Learn more about trapping in New Hampshire at huntnh.com. Outdoor Almanac is brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Game's Wildlife Journal, the magazine for people with outside interests. Sergeant R.J. Anderson was devastated after learning he would never walk again. My world turned upside down. Thanks to Paralyzed Veterans of America, competing in adaptive sports lit my fire again. PVA offers amazing support and opportunities. To learn more, visit pva.org, a public service of Paralyzed Veterans of America. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire, Manchester's home for high school sports. The final segment of the final hour of the final show. Wow, that that sucks. <laughs> Painful. <laughs> Painful. <laughs> uh, that's that's. Let's put that bluntly. That that sucks, Coach. Uh, final hour, final segment, final show. Uh, Coach uh, Mike Bellevue sitting alongside myself, Sean Sendall, Chris the Turk, special guest in studio, and uh, uh, we've had a couple great callers, a few great callers, Chris Shuker, PJ Hewitt, Justin Bastinelli, people who go way back. Uh, PJ and Chris Shuker started before I did here, and Justin and I started at the same time. So these are people that have a lot of memory here. You're the longest-running uh, member of ESPN New Hampshire, WJM, right now? Once, once Justin, as of last month, said, no mas, yep. I, yes, I became the longest-running member. So if you quit... With two minutes left in the show, then I become the longest-running member of ESPN New Hampshire. Done! Wow. <laughs> wow. I even unplugged my That's headphones. strategical. Done! <laughs> done! Done! How many general managers have you been here for? Win. The temporary stand-in after win. Yeah. Uh, Peralt. Yeah. And Justin and, I guess, interim now. Sensabella, too. Oh, Sensabella. So now if, if you count Sensabella and then... Seven. Uh, interim, I think that's six. It's longevity coach right there. Wow. Longevity. Wow, that's almost one a year. <laughs> the interims were short-lived. Mm-hmm. The interims were short-lived. So you and I just talked briefly um, when I said I was doing a final show. And uh, you said, basically said, what can I do? And I said, anything you want. So I uh, made a list of all the names. It's pretty extensive. Made a list of all the shows. Also extensive. Tried to find audio that reflected as much of that as I could. Let's hear Radio WGAM, The Game. Kane is in the building. Let's do it! Now, New Hampshire Game Night. Oh, man, we see me never seen before, kid. With Mike Grinnell. I am invincible. And Tom Rowe. You're an idiot. 
This is the home of Nick and JB. Weekday afternoons from noon to two. This is New Hampshire Game Night with Sean Sendall, Chris DeTurk, and PJ Hewitt. This is Manchester Monarchs Hockey on the WGAM Monarchs Radio Network. All right, welcome in. This is uh, Mutton Keefe, the home team, Sports Radio WGAM, the game. Now, it's Christian and King with Christian Arcan. Kind of a big deal. People know me. And Tom King. My age, the mind starts playing tricks. And New Hampshire's Best Sports, WGAM, the game. Ben Ultra in the house, New Hampshire game night. First time in a long time tonight. Ben and Sean Sendall also in the house as they will uh, talk all things. <laughs> and what is Sean wearing today? Uh, t-shirt, hat, and sweatpants. <laughs> Jeans? Wow. Oh, he changed it up. He must have heard yesterday. Is that, do you have a, a big meeting today? Is that why he's rocking the jeans? This is an important showdown. <laughs> Canadian tuxedo for Sendall. That's right. On a Thursday. <laughs> Respect that. He will uh, He will be in here with Ben Ultra. That should be a lot of fun. Jeff O'Connor, the OC, uh, continues to devour the double down. You have paced yourself a little bit here. This is not yeah. Kobayashi going after oh, God, no. a hot dog record. This is... It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, you're treating it as a marathon. And there's, you're not going to finish that for the end of the show, I'm realizing now. Didn't we say we were going to force him to finish it? He's, he said on the air he'd force himself. Now he's backing out of that deal. He's really taking his time with this. Okay, I'm standing here in line at Holman Stadium. It is Tom King bobblehead night, and I'm here with a couple of Nashua Silver Knights fans. Uh, what are your names, guys? Andy Hackett. And Marie Andy. Hackett. And Marie Hackett. You realize that it's Tom King bobblehead night? Uh, are you excited to, to get a Tom King bobblehead doll? Always excited to get a bobblehead, but have no idea who Tom King is because I just don't. Merry Christmas from all of us at New Hampshire Sports Radio, WGAM Manchester and WGHM Nashua, The Game. With your Friday Night Lights notebook, I'm Pete Terrier. Happy New Year from all of us at New Hampshire Sports Radio, WGAM Manchester, and WGHM Nashua, the game. Now, Rich, i got to ask you, if playing Chris's team and then playing Sean's team, uh, are they the equivalent to a bye week in fantasy football? That year, I believe my team name was King of the Castle. Because of Matt Castle. <laughs> and the only reason I won any games that year was because I picked up Matt Castle. <laughs> he had a good year? <laughs> no, he had a good year. My fantasy team, however, did not. Now, do, you remember, <laughs> do you remember who won the, uh, the, oh, the other one? The one later that we had with no, you? that year. Oh, that No, that that wasn't the same year. Tingle Bidius won that year. No, this was a different year. No, that was the year. Oh, was it? Okay, then my Matt. Because I was only in the league my, for, for one year. We did one years before. I thought that conversation was from that. That could have been it, though. 2010, 2011. No, there was one before. Because that for our league, I was the SCLSU Mud Dogs. Oh, that's right. In honor of uh, Waterboy. Nobody cares about your fantasy team. Well, Nobody I'm cares. good now. I just, you know. Nobody cares. <laughs> to Turk, man, that was good. Thank you. That's all I got, man. Thank you for... Uh, 
uh, for bringing that along and uh, contributing all of that. I'm not sure how you, I mean, how you got like all I, of that. Like I said, I would have loved to have found more old school audio, but the systems are totally scrubbed. No, it's, it was, I remember when most of it was lost, was just, there was, everything went haywire. Yeah. So yep. I remember when it was, it was lost. And Coach, well, I, I'd like to end with you. I, I'd like to, I mean, I know we did a lot of, uh, uh, talking with speaking with people that uh, you didn't know as well uh, or you didn't work with as much and we did we, you know recalled some bits that you made you weren't around for but coach you and I have been on air now you started Hello. with three years Friday night lights and uh, yeah it's been three years now I don't know you would know better than I yeah probably a 2012 because that's when I get out of uh, that's more than three years coach yeah. it's 2017 now yeah I got a <laughs> Well, I'm a phys ed teacher, not a math major. <laughs> well, you're, you're looking. No, it's been awesome. The, the Turk is, um, he does math for a living, so I always relied on him for that. I'm not bad with math, but he does it like that. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, but I know 12 to 17 is more than, more than three years. And coach, it's just funny, uh, you know, it, you're not, you're always easy, one of the easier coaches in football to speak with. Uh, you were never short and kind of, Kurtz, like some of them, <coughs> ball. Uh, you were never uh, someone who would go on forever, long-winded. <coughs> Rosinski, um, for but you answered everything. You were willing to talk. Um, you were fun to work with as the coach. And then when you came here, uh, it was even more fun. You were more fun to work with regularly. And uh, you know, I couldn't be more appreciative of you joining me for the morning endeavor. I know we're up early. I know we do our show early. Uh, but, you know, once we stopped doing the Friday Night Light stuff together, you and I decided we wanted to stay on. We, you know, we enjoyed doing our show, and the station wanted to keep us on. And it was a good way to wake up. You know, listen, one of the things that I was always enamored with with all of you guys, and it was great to go through and what, what Chris did this morning for you, um, you know, a tribute to all the work you've done here. But here's the thing. When I was asked questions by all of you guys or as a coach, the bottom line was it was all about the kids. You were promoting New Hampshire high school athletics, male, female, um, no matter what sport it was. And, and I just thought that was the most amazing thing. I came from a state where pro football and pro baseball and pro sports in general in mass, that's everything. But here in New Hampshire... You guys did such an amazing job, and all the names I heard this morning, I couldn't be more prouder than the work they did to cover NHIA athletics. It thanks, was awesome. Thanks to Tom Monahan, and for allowing you. us to have fun for so many. Right, years. and Tom Monahan is, uh, you know, he's the one that supported all of this. So for thank you to PJ Hewitt, uh, Justin Bassanelli, Chris Shuker, of course, Robbie Masson and his sound, Turk for all that. Coach B, we'll be in touch. I'm Sean Sendall for one last time. been putting off a home improvement project because your budget's a little tight well put it off no longer nashua wallpaper is your one-stop decorating center for cabinets countertops paint and supplies wallpaper flooring and especially window treatment and installation services they take you from start to finish everything from the estimation to the delivery and installation find out more at 